It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn from savvy, street-smart entrepreneurs how to make the leap from running a stressful business that's always putting out fires to leading a successful company that is innovative, productive, profitable. Now, here's Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge. I'm Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business owners create a thriving culture and leadership to build great companies that matter, those that do good and do well. My motto is, if you do what you've always did, you will get what you always got. Therefore, move outside your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. So let's start right now to bring some magic to your business with a Marsha's Musings. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. on success. It's not where you begin, but where you take yourself to that counts. From my work with successful entrepreneurs, business leaders, and business owners, here are five traits that they all have in common. First, they have a powerful belief in their self and their ideas and dreams. Belief is important when things don't go as you anticipate. Two, They are mentally focused and won't let distractions get in their way. From their focus, they create a plan of action to help them keep them focused and not waste time. Three, they are determined. Angela Duckworth, in her New York Times bestseller book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance, showed that the grittier a person was, the more likely they'll succeed even more than IQ or talent. The ability to persevere despite any obstacle is what makes them winners. Four, they are action-oriented. Without action, nothing happens. Many people who desire success are unfortunately stuck in inertia and have a hard time powering up. And five, they make adjustments that help them keep going forward. They realize that success is not a straight line, but a series of corrections and fine-tunings. So here's a smart moose tip. Truly successful people are usually not born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Instead, they made things happen despite many challenging trials, and they do it with courage and determination. They didn't give up. They simply made necessary changes to move them forward towards the eventual accomplishment of their goals, their dreams, their ideas. Listeners, however you define success, expect it will not be a straight path. Do you want to accelerate your success down that path? A simple assessment, the Entrepreneur Edge, can help you. Find out how by contacting me at Marcia. M-A-R-C-I-A at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. My guest today is Jason Criddle, 
who certainly exemplifies the five traits of successful entrepreneurs. Jason is the CEO of the Smart App Company. He has published over 20 books and consults with entrepreneurs to help them expand sales, inspire employees, and improve the overall culture. Jason is also opening a nonprofit tech incubator to provide support and resources to entrepreneurs and startups in scalable industries. Some of the resources, resources and amenities include workstations, publishing and printing services, investments, mentoring classes and workshops, and so much more. By the way, Jason is a millennial entrepreneur, and we're going to have a conversation about bridging the gap between baby boomers like me and millennials like Jason. He feels that if we can, as a society, bridge this mental barrier between the existing generations, we can all work towards together to build a brighter, cleaner, more stable future for our children and grandchildren. Welcome, Jason. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much. Well, you know, there's two parts we're going to be uh, focusing on. The first segment is to find out more about your business. And then on the second segment, we're going to have a really great time in having this conversation. So focusing on your business, um, tell me about it. Why did you start it and what makes it unique? Um, I, I guess I'm a solution-oriented person. That's how we came up with the uh, smarter. It's the smarter concept, S-M-A-R-T-R. There's no mm-hmm. E in there. Um, we, we are a group of consultants that have been finding solutions in multiple businesses. And whenever companies go out and they want investments, they want marketing, or they have these ideas of what it takes to run a business, they become lost. And mm-hmm. all they have are people online who are saying, I can help you do this, but we still don't know what the gravity is of what we can grow with this new digital society. And I think mm-hmm. we need leaders to start taking foothold in the online realm so that the software that we have access to can be used for good. Um, so I'm still trying to get my arms around it. Um, you said you are a group of um, solution finders. So just quickly, if I contacted you, um, I, I'm a business person, and I contacted you, I, have an, I own a business, what, um, what would you do for me? Well, one of the biggest solutions that we have right now is the Smarter App software that we developed. Uh, after years of consulting with MLM companies, I found that, Asset building is great, but it's also an older industry with a little bit outdated model. So we developed a mobile app-based platform that we can attach to just about any business, whether it's an entrepreneur or a business. And people can uh, receive uh, new referrals and new business by way of a referral program, and those people are incentivized by sharing profits uh, through a compensation structure. And so it gives business owners the ability to expand into a mobile app platform at a very, very awesome deal, you know. (laughs) Okay. Um, And I I get it. (laughs) I get it. Um, (laughs) 
And I, you know, I think for us baby boomers, we're just going to have to just keep moving forward. And I know we'll get into that discussion later uh, during the second segment. But again, focusing on you and your business, uh, what do you find most satisfying in being an entrepreneur or owning a business? Uh, the ability to have freedom. I think that's what people are ultimately striving for whenever they're an entrepreneur. Is to the idea to be an entrepreneur is to create enough income streams to live the life that you want. I believe that's what it is. And the idea of being an employee is kind of um, making sure that you adapt your lifestyle to whatever your paycheck will ultimately be. And mm-hmm. so I've never wanted to budget. <laughs> I've never wanted to make a budget. I've always wanted to have... I've always wanted to live a, a better life and have freedom and do the things that I want to do. And through being an entrepreneur, through successes or failures, it just allows you that lifestyle. Right. And um, um, on this program, I've also um, interviewed uh, several other millennial entrepreneurs and, and generally uh, you know, entrepreneurs of different ages. And that's one of the key factors uh, for them um, you know, starting a business, growing a business, it's to give them money may be one thing, but it's to give them the freedom. The money, if someone said money gives me the freedom to do what I want to do in my life. Would you agree with that or disagree? Yes, <laughs> I, I agree that it does. And I also believe time is what gives you the freedom to do the things that you want to do. Because a lot of people will uh, make the mistake of calling themselves an entrepreneur. And in reality, they're a self-employed person who is still giving time in exchange for money. And Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur would be someone who can completely free up their time because they have created ways to make income that don't involve them being there. Right. And I should take a lesson from that. Um, So let's, um, you know, move on to another question that I always have for entrepreneurs is starting and growing a business requires more than a business plan. Uh, What were uh, the top three challenges that you've had in, in getting your business off the ground or growing it at this point. And, you know, I've heard a variety of, of uh, answers. Each entrepreneur has their own because of their uh, particular company may, may have uh, one kind of challenge and not another. But for you, what were some of the challenges? I think the reason why people have different answers is because it's hard to put it into three things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think one big thing is uh, infrastructure. Uh, having the infrastructure in place to do what it is that you say you're going to do, because a lot of entrepreneurs have a lot of big ideas, but mm-hmm. they usually don't get the funding that they're looking for, or never get the business off the ground, because they never look for the resources that they would need through relationships and people and companies and partners. They're so focused on their company that they can't see the bigger picture. The the next thing would be your marketing and your sales strategy. Like, once you get your business and your product and everything up and running, what are you going to do to get customers? And the things that you have to do to get customers usually revolve around the person that you are and most people just don't know you. 
So putting infrastructure in place, writing books, being out in the community, doing things like having a radio show, that allows people to know who you are and it makes them more comfortable to do business with you. Um, earlier, for the la like last, you know, three, you said, you know, you said earlier when you started the show that going forward is not always in a straight line. Mm -hmm. And I think that people need to, in order to be successful, need to grasp the concept of evolution and not get so stuck on an idea that they waste time and effort and resources and other people's time and effort and resources on doing things that need to be done better or, or, or don't need to be done at all because the company needs to evolve to grow. And sadly, most people give up whenever they reach those points rather than evolving and going forward. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Need a speaker for your next event that will engage, educate, and energize? Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, will quickly capture your audience's attention with her enthusiasm, her ability to connect with diverse groups, and her real-world success stories. She creates learning experiences that turn on the light bulbs, trigger innovative ideas, and motivate decisive action. The result? Accelerated leadership performance and business profitability. Schedule a keynote, presentation, or webinar now. Go to smartmovescoach.com forward slash speaking. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded best of staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. Have you ever heard of someone who felt stuck in a challenging situation, feeling sideswiped by an event that took their success path off course? Glenn Ramsey, the entrepreneur blind spot coach, will help you to identify the unnoticeable reasons why you've derailed and get back on track with your KPI goals. Get realigned with success and connect with Glenn, the blind spot coach, at Glenn at InspireNexus.com to schedule your free discovery coaching session today. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N, at InspireNexus.com. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned into the Business Edge with Marsha's Idol. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to the Business Edge. 
Welcome back to The Business Edge. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach, helping entrepreneurs and business owners create a thriving culture and leadership to build great companies that matter, those that do good and do well. My guest is Jason Criddle, CEO of the Smart App. And when we, uh, at the end of the last segment, um, Jason was talking about, you know, some of the challenges of growing a business, and um, and and he he really nailed it down to three things that I think are important to repeat: the infrastructure that's in place, uh, making sure that you have a marketing and sales strategy. How are you going to get customers? And then realizing. Um, as I said earlier, that um, you know, success is not a straight line, and that you need, as you move forward, you need to evolve your business. So, uh, uh, Jason, you know, one other thing that I was going to ask you uh, before we move on to our conversation about millennials and baby boomers is, um, where do you? What are your future plans? Where do you want to be in three to five years from now? Well, I've I've always said that the reason why nobody competes with the big giants is because they don't think they can. And then I started realizing that uh, competition is what makes a company fail. And so Mm -hmm. if you can create a solution-oriented company that creates something that the world has never seen, then you you can dominate. You can you can dominate an industry. And so uh, we've built an industry. I believe in the next few years we're going to be a trillion-dollar company, and it will be because we, are, we have built a business that will give that money back to the users that promoted the brands and promoted the software and made it all happen. Okay. Uh, very ambitious. What makes you think that, you know, a trillion-dollar business to me is just unfathomable, but it happens, I know. Um, is it, besides being unique, okay, in an, you know, in, in an industry, what, what else is, 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 what other factors are, do you think will, are there to make you a trillion-dollar business? I think it would be the ability to take trends, um, one of the things that a lot of people don't uh, realize is most people create products for end users, and so they create a product that somebody would purchase um, because they don't really know the laws of currency. And mm-hmm. so we've created a software system that allows multiple processes to happen through our software, which in turn can create uh, not create currency, but circulate currency and help people who really need help through the software. Somebody can download an app and make a living just because they like the brand that's on the software. They can wow. make money. They can, you know, they they can get other people on the... There's all different kinds of cool stuff, not to mention our investment tools that we are going to be building into the program, the entire, uh, the entire culmination, the infrastructure of what the Smarter App Company has behind it is what is going to make it strong. And that's what I meant by infrastructure. It's not just this idea. It's what support is in place to make it happen. And as I said, you know, I want to move on to our uh, discussion about millennials and baby boomers. But one of the things that just struck me as you're talking about this is that in the past, baby boomers 
were creating yes some services they were creating products but it's a it's a different mindset i think that's where i'm i'm realizing um um that the millennials do see the world maybe a bit differently or see opportunities differently so let's get into our discussion um you know, one of the first things I'd like to ask you is, um, what would you like us baby boomers to know about you millennials? Because there's so much out there that has good about millennials, bad about millennials. Um, so from your perspective, uh, t- uh, tell the listeners, uh, you know, um, what is it that we should know about you guys? That we are doing the same thing. And what I mean by doing the same thing is baby boomers, the entrepreneurs of the baby boom were the real estate companies that built development projects and built built cars and built the infrastructure that we now live in. And that Mm -hmm. infrastructure became corporate America. What millennials are doing is creating, taking those resources that you guys created for us and we're doing it online. It's our own real estate. And Mm. so... Most people just want to be creative and make their living online, and they just haven't figured out how to bridge that gap yet. Okay. Yes, that's what I was alluding to, not very eloquently, but you, you hit the nail on the head because the baby boomers were building, you know, the real estate, cars, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you're going towards, you, you, how do you use the, how do you utilize the internet to provide these kinds of service and products? At least that's my understanding. And I'll be the first one to say, um, technology is not my strong suit. Um, so, you know, let's move on. Um, again, there's been talk about millennials are this or that. They're not the same. They don't have the same work ethic. They're not as good workers. And so, you know, what I'd like to hear from you is turn that around. Uh, what value do millennials bring to the workplace? And and then secondly, how can baby boomers appreciate and tap into their strengths? I believe one of the biggest faith, the biggest millennial strengths is we are living in a society that is kind of crumbling. And it's mm-hmm. because of all this infrastructure that was built based on an idea that we are not being raised up in anymore. We don't believe that college is the answer. Uh, we don't, you know, we like education. It's just that there's, there's, you have all these little things, like we're forced to eat at the same restaurants and we're forced to live in the same kind of places. Uh, I think it's the forward-thinking idea of millennials because we just want to take the infrastructure you built and we want mm-hmm. to make it better for our children so that they can take the infrastructure that we built and make it better for their children. And I think that it's just realizing that it doesn't have to be done Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. <laughs> it, it can be done at your leisure from a beach or a laptop. Uh, most of corporate America, the reason why people are laying off so many jobs is because one person can get things done remotely without coming into an office. And... We have the ability to create all of our own businesses that operate just like that. Right. And some of the things, because I have been doing quite a bit of reading on on millennials, and um, here's some of the things that I've read. 
about, and now let's put them, let's, let me just say, not every millennial is going to become an entrepreneur. Correct. Um, correct. correct. Um, many more will than us baby boomers, but there'll be some millennials, whether how much I don't know, who will take the traditional route into uh, being an employee, working in, working in a corporation, maybe not 40 years, you know, which was the baby boomer's dream. So here's some of the things that I've read. If you are going to be, if, if you're a manager and you are managing baby boomers, here are some things that came out from the articles I've, I've read. And then I'd just like you to acknowledge that or say no or you know whatever your opinion is certainly the um, baby boomers are um, certainly the millennials um, want flexibility there's no question about that Uh, they also what I've read want meaningful work Um, um, something and I, I recently had a, a client a potential client call me and says he wants to change careers because he wants something meaningful uh, they want a sense of teamwork um, um, they prefer um, ongoing feedback uh, they like the social networks they're uh, you know they're and and they want to they, they want to get feedback from their supervisors about how they're doing etc would you agree, disagree? Uh, what's your thought about this? I think, like we were saying, it's, the, it's just taking the old infrastructure and making it something new that's something more accessible to everybody. And even baby boomers who want to start their own business, all those businesses are still going to need employees to make it run. And mm-hmm. so what we can also do in this change uh, that's already happening right now is we can just create cooler, more flexible environments for people because I don't think that millennials really dig the cubicle or the segregation. <laughs> I think that we dig the social media. I think that we dig being able to pull out our camera because that's normal for us, being mm-hmm. able to pull out our camera and just broadcast live to the world. And the people don't necessarily have to adapt all of these modalities of behavior. It's just we just need to learn to appreciate our differences, and that's really it. I can't be me without you being you, and you can't be you without me being me. And if we were the same exact person, we couldn't have this awesome show. (laughs) That's true. And, you know, the point is, and maybe explain even a little more, creating cool environments. What does that mean? Not only the, when I, you know, it's more than, um, it's a certain acceptance of the way baby boomers, the way millennials uh, come to work, uh, what they do. They don't want the the cubicles. But I want to get back to, so you create that environment, you give them that freedom. At the same time, Um, managers are responsible for the work that the baby, the millennials need to do. So how do you, how do you create that uh, environment that allow, that allows trust between the millennials and the baby boomers? 
Well, I think, I think one thing that we need to include here is my six-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you guys saw everything for us. I see everything for her. Okay. And what I see in her future is a more technology-advanced world where the mm-hmm. world has c- contributes to the better of the world, where the world contributes to climate, uh, better climate practices, cleaner cars or cleaner transportation, where the world contributes to growing food. That's what we are going to need to turn into. And so it's not even a matter of this relationship with baby boomers and millennials. It's more of ed- people educating themselves to look at what we need to be as a species and then creating businesses around those practices rather than continuing to run this, let's keep making a lot of cars and let's keep building a whole <laughs> lot of unnecessary real estate and let's not work on, you know, uh, cleaner energy and let's just keep going and going and going. That's not what needs to happen. And we all just need to understand that. And then we can create a wonderful future and that's how we will create a wonderful future. Um. And 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 so one last question around that is um, because I'm I'm now I'm talking as practical. How do we do that? Great, you know, a truly great uh, concept of building, you know, uh, creating businesses around, you know, for the, looking at the person creating businesses around that, the way business does business, etc. Um, any thoughts on, again, talking to the people who are in charge right now? I understand. Um, I how I understand do they do that? Saying. You know, how did they do that? By, by us realizing both of our gifts and that, what I was saying is we just need to recognize the differences. Uh, millennials, what millennials come up against is not being able to find the right people in place to create the infrastructure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Most of the people that work with me are baby boomers. And then mm-hmm. every once in a while, I'll bring on a millennial. And right. so all of the same infrastructure is still there. It's just that corporate America got rid of the, you know, jobs or made the changes, and now there's the jobs. The jobs are just coming from us. So we use all the same infrastructure so that we can have hard-working baby boomers that can teach millennials who need freedom and, ma- and teach them how to manage themselves from a leadership perspective rather than managing it from uh, the old way. And that's how we would evolve together. And that's exactly what we need from baby boomers. Yes. <laughs> um, very insightful. Very insightful. And it does mean for appreciating each other's gifts or experience or skill set. Uh, baby boomers appreciating millennials and what they bring to the table and millennials appreciating what baby boomers bring to the, uh, to the table. Um, so I'm going to, we just have a couple of minutes more. Um, 
you do work with baby boomers, but is there anything you would like to ask me or to, you know, what would a millennial like to know about baby boomers? And more importantly, what do baby boomers uh, bring to the workplace? What are the things that we can teach um, millennials from our experience? Well, millennials want freedom. So what baby boomers are really good at teaching is how to manage, how to manage projects, how to put fix the tack to toe to make sure that things line up. And mm-hmm. so if a millennial would be willing to take away that attitude of, oh, this guy is just like my dad, or, you know, and, oh, my God, I, like, I don't want to listen. If they would take away that attitude of this person could be a mentor to me, and if yes. a baby boomer could take away the attitude of, oh, my God, this is just like my rebel son who never listened and doesn't have a job, and he just sits there and paints all day, and, you know, realizing that maybe your son being a painter could be a business for him and help him turn it into a business. I believe our job as parents, and that way you can take the generation name out of it, our job as parents Mm -hmm. is to invest in our children. Mm -hmm. And if we could get that straight, that a lot of millennials don't really care if they have their own place. Their kids are not going to care if they have their own place or their own car, or their own, you know, like, people are all about social organization now. Mm -hmm. And just use the infrastructure that's in place and and help each other. Parents should be helping their children right now. And if parents were supporting their kids right now, instead of saying, oh, you should be out on your own and you should be doing things this way, then we would get rid of this whole topic of millennials and baby boomers. I I think that's a a big thing that we need to start working on to to move forward uh, so we can start working together as a better society. So it means that uh, us baby boomer parents, and my kids are already grown, okay, I agree with you that um, uh, you know, our job is, as parents is to help our children become who, who they are and to do the best they can, whatever that means, okay? Right. Um, at the, and so what I see happening from this conversation is that we really need a dialogue. Baby boomer parents need to understand that they can't have the same expectations that maybe they were they were reared with of their millennial children, but millennial children need to understand where their parents are coming from. Exactly, exactly. We need to appreciate that we are very different people raised in very different times. And once we can get to that point, oh, my gosh, we will become so strong together. And we will be able to build whatever it is that we need to build to, you know, to create something better for for our children and our children's children. Also, I wonder if millennials can understand the, and I'm using, I'm coming from my own personal experience, okay, here, because we are talking personally here to some extent, you talked about your daughter, is I think parents want the best for their kids, 
they and in and, and in their eyes what is best is how they've been reared or what they think is best and part of their reaction to their kids is fear fear that their kids will not have a good life mm-hmm. um and i'm wondering how we can get you know again that just so that millennials can understand their parents aren't being obnoxious, maybe they are to some extent, but what's underneath that? What's underneath, and I think it's fear, Um, because we are living in a very, um, uh, a society that is going through tremendous change, and part of that fear is also because they don't understand where, you know, they don't understand or have a good grasp of all the technology that's happening. So I wonder if you can respond to that. Yeah. Um, I think the fear is always going to stem from misunderstanding. And I think that, okay, so one of the things that I talk to the salespeople about is we live in a society where people were taught, don't talk to a salesperson, that's a salesperson. All this uh, all these negative things about a salesperson. And so that if you extrapolate that, there are a lot of belief systems that we have in place that we don't necessarily need to have in place anymore. And that's the reason why uh, we are able to have this conversation. I think it is, it, it, is, it, it stems from communication and um, being able to go and sit and talk with someone from a generation, even if that person is your parent, and say, this is what I want to do with my life. I mm-hmm. have this idea. Can you mentor me, mom or dad or uncle? Or, you know, can you tell me what it is? What would you do if you had this available to you and you wanted to work on this idea? And it doesn't matter if they're employed, self-employed, whatever. Then all of a sudden... That's where the family comes. We bring a whole closeness together of communication. And, and, you know, on that point, because it's a really good point, unfortunately, it's time for a short break. So I'm Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Jason Criddle, talking about bridging the gap between baby boomers and millennials. Um, In the next segment, uh, Jason will move back into his entrepreneurial journey and some insights he can give into that. So you're listening to the Business Edge on Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Need a speaker for your next event that will engage, educate, and energize? Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, will quickly capture your audience attention with her enthusiasm, her ability to connect with diverse groups, and her real-world success stories. She creates learning experiences that turn on the light bulbs, trigger innovative ideas, and motivate decisive action. The result? 
accelerated leadership performance, and business profitability. Schedule a keynote, presentation, or webinar now. Go to smartmovescoach.com forward slash speaking. markets up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network tuned into the business edge with marcia's idol to reach marcia or her guests on today's show please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you can also send us an email to marcia at smartmovescoach.com now back to the business edge Welcome back to the Business Edge. I'm Marcia Seidel, the Smart Moves Coach, helping entrepreneurs and business owners create a thriving culture and leadership to build great companies that matter, those that do good and do well. My guest is Jason Criddle, CEO of the Smart App. And um, at the end of the last segment, we had a, a conversation in, uh, be, between a millennial like Jason and a baby boomer like me around all the issues of how to work together so we can build a better future. But now I want to um, go back to talking to Jason about his entrepreneurial journey because there's because there's so much we can learn from him. So, uh, uh, Jason, in your journey, uh, what has been your biggest aha moment? Uh, building value in yourself. Uh, doing you have to build value in yourself because. What most people in business are faced with is obscurity. It has nothing to do with their product. I've said this. I've read this in books. I've talked about it. Um, You have to build yourself up because there are so many entrepreneurs out there and so many businesses and so many companies doing the same thing that you have to do something to completely set yourself apart if Mm -hmm. you want to create something substantial. And um, what are some of the ways you set yourself apart? Constantly educating yourself, being able Mm -hmm. to evolve, doing things for free is one of the biggest things that a lot of people don't realize is one of the main reasons why I am able to do the things that I am is because of the consulting work, all the help that I was giving, the things that I've been doing for so long for free. And then you do those things to help. And once you get to a certain point, you become valuable because you can create valuable things. And once you get to the point to where you're creating valuable things, that's when you feel the value in yourself. And that's when people will really start buying into a Google or an Amazon or, or any company or any business or any idea. It, you, if you can build yourself out to the point to where people believe in the person you say you are, then you can start having the things that you want from that action. And when you say um, 
being the being the person that you say you are, what comes to my mind is authenticity, uh, being authentic. Um, um, do you have any? I mean, is that what you mean, or do you mean something else? Um, yes, being authentic could be uh, one. But what I mean is, you have a lot of people, entrepreneurs. It doesn't matter what millennial, what what age they are. It doesn't matter if they're self-employed. You have people. Their answer to being able to live a life of success is winning the lottery. Mm-hmm. Because there, you have a lot of people that want to build something that mm-hmm. is worth this or it's worth this. Or that's what a business is all about. But what most people don't take into account is who you have to become in mm-hmm. order to make that happen. And so all of those things that you want to build Whatever your ultimate goal is, if you're going to say, I want to do this with a business, and you aren't willing to be the person that it would take and evolve to become the person that it would take to take lead to build that company, and -hmm. if you can't actively show people that, then it's going to be something that, it, it might be something that doesn't happen. And it's just what you have to, it's not authenticity as much as it is doing the things that you say you're going to do. If you tell somebody I'm going to do something for you, then follow through on it. And that pretty much takes care of anything. And I think now that I hear your response, maybe the word is not authenticity, but developing credibility with people. Because when you said do do what you say you're going to do, that term comes to my mind. Is it more than that? Yes, it's, it's credibility, it's, it's loyalty, it's not, even, it's not even that, it's realizing that, uh, that we are all human beings, and mm-hmm. realizing that we all have our own dreams, and mm-hmm. being able to be real with people, like just mm-hmm. being able to say, this is what I do, this is what I am, where there's no con- preconceived notions or biases that this person is older than me, or this person has a tattoo, or this person is overweight, or this person is really, really fit, or whatever that label is, then we, it, it all comes back to the same communication, the same, the same exact thing, how we treat each other, and the way that we, were, as opposed to the way that we were raised to have all of these labels. I want to make sure that if I talk to you, if I do anything with you, then you're somebody that I could trust and you're somebody that's loyal and you're somebody that's credible and you're somebody that can help me and I can help you and provide the same thing to you. In a world of all this technology, we still have to be human beings. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You're talking my language now. (laughs) Baby Baby boomers are credible. You see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Baby boomers grew up with infrastructure in place to make them credible, where a baby boomer can sit here right now and say, I am this person, and this is what I've done for the world. But Mm -hmm. all of our, my my age, people younger than me, that infrastructure is going away, and it's not there. And, you know, all this stuff is changing in a world 
where we still just need to be human beings, take the technology, build stuff to where we can collaborate more together and make the world better. And that's it. <laughs> that's, that's all of it. It sounds so simple. Um, it sounds simple. Okay, then that really moves on to our next question, which is what, and again, this is advice to millennials, to be anyone, anyone who's an entrepreneur, uh, what advice or words of wisdom would you give to entrepreneurs in starting or growing a business, some do's and don'ts? Um, I, I would give a couple of things. One, make sure you have um, income in place so that you mm-hmm. don't become a burden for people to build out a dream uh, mm-hmm. or, or not be able to take care of your basic needs or necessities. Uh, two, if you are going to be an entrepreneur, I would get in a sales job to uh, get rid of that burden. Like, uh, and a lot of people are saying this now, and, I, and the reason why I'm saying it is because I agree with them. If you're not willing to walk up to a complete stranger and sell them something, or ask them for money in exchange for something, or ask somebody for a donation, or hand them a business card and set an appointment, you are not going to be a successful entrepreneur. You cannot just post. You might have been able to post stuff online whenever all these social media sites came out, but that infrastructure is it's, it's being, it's being pushed into niche markets. It's growing. It's expanding. But the infrastructure we have now is based around our lives. Um, and besides doing sales and being better at talking to people, I always tell people to leverage everything that they have right now to see what it is that they can provide to people. What kind of value can I provide to you? Whether you're a single mom or a uh, convicted felon or a veteran that did two tours or whatever it is, what is your story that you can tell and what value can you take from your story and your life and provide that value to other people to where you can start making money just being you, regardless of what titles or labels or, you know, uh, abbreviations you have after your name? Um. You know what you remind me of, um, and then I'm going to ask. Uh, you know, um, I'm going to uh, ask how to how to contact you. But you remind me of. Um, I started out as a social worker many years ago, and it's the philosophy that um, I I was trained in, or I believed in, or I got from my my parents um, that that there's value in everyone, and I think that's part of what you're saying. We all bring to the table value, whether we are a returning veteran, a convicted felon, a millennial, a whatever it is, um, and I thank you for that. Um, I also want to thank you for uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule to be, um, I guess, on the business edge and to allow me to ask you um, to tap into your wisdom because I really do believe you have a lot of wisdom, not just being a millennial, but, but how, to, how to be a successful business person and, a, and also a successful human being. So for those who would like to contact you, how can they do that and anything else you would like to say about your company? Um, yeah, um I still have my uh, my Wellness by Jason email. That's the best way to get a hold of me, Jason, at Wellness by Jason. Uh, from whenever I was uh, uh, 
teaching people and coaching people and, and doing nutrition and training. So Jason at Wellness by Jason is a good way to get a hold of me. Um, Smarter, uh, the Smarter App Company, uh, that's S-M-A-R-T-R, the Smarter App Company, we have a lot of really cool apps that are coming out that can allow people to create jobs just from downloading the apps. Uh, we have our foundry that's going to be opening um, very soon. Uh, right now, we're trying to decide on if we want to do it in Grand Ferry or Dallas or both. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll be able to provide a lot of resources to entrepreneurs. And it's going to be awesome. Um, just so that the um, listeners can make sure to contact you, uh, why don't you, um, your email, it's jason at wellnessbyjason. Was, is that it? Is that yes, your email? Jason, yes, jason at wellnessbyjason.com. Dot com. And uh, to take a look at your um uh, your website, um, uh, it, and, and you may need to s- spell out smart apps. So what's, how can they get to your website? Uh, they can go to jasoncriddle.com, uh, Jason, C-R-I-D-D-L-E, and then the smarterapp.com will take you to uh, a website to learn a little bit more about the company and all that good stuff. The S-M-A-R-T-R app company, thesmarterapp.com. Okay. Well, thank you again, Jason, for a very intriguing conversation. And now I'd like to uh, tell the listeners about next week's program to bring more magic to your leadership and business in entrepreneurship. It is Entrepreneurship, 10 Years of Global Impact. Did you know that Afghan and Rwanda women entrepreneurs have been in the United States taking entrepreneurial classes as part of the Peace Through Business program. We will hear their journey as business owners and women leaders in the respective countries, as well as what they're learning from the Peace Through Business program and what they plan to take back to their country, Afghanistan and Rwanda. Tune in Tuesday, July 22nd at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Now, here's a smart move tip for your week. Hunt elephants, not stomp ants. Every day, go after your high payoff priorities. Minimize the time spent on stomping ants, those tasks that give you a quicker kill and a higher body count, but don't put much meat on the table. Are you an elephant hunter or an ant stomper? Here's how to find out. Let's do a productivity audit. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at Smart movescoach.com or call 972-380-9181 and now my favorite quote there are three kinds of people in this world those who make it happen those who let it happen and those who asked what happened which one are you if you're highly motivated to make it happen let me help you make it happen as a smart moves coach let me show you how Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach and Speaker, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. Remember, to be successful, you must get outside your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Idol, the Smart Moves Coach. 
Join us again next Friday, noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make the leap from a stressful to a successful business.